When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Hello! Welcome to another episode of... True Crimes. Against Wine. Sidebar. What are we talking about today? Okay, so today's question comes from Bamboo. Okay, hi Bamboo. Hey, who wants to know... Mm-hmm. Are there any winemakers who have become celebrities for making wine? Oh, so like not traditional, already a film star right. or a music artist or right, whatever. Right, right, right. Just winemakers. Correct. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so there are actually a lot. And Ooh. a lot of them are more historical because of the major houses like, you know, Moe Shandan and... Okay. Gallo and things okay. like that. Uh-huh. Obviously, you've got some of the modern ones that are really big powerhouses like the Mandavis. Okay. But my favorite is Veuve Clicquot, the champagne house. Yeah. So Veuve means widow in French. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. So technically, the brand is named after the widow Clicquot. Cool. Yeah. So she was somebody, she was born in 1777 in France. Mm. And her original name was Barbe Nicole Ponsardine. Oh. Yeah, she was born in Reims. And her father was a wealthy merchant who got elevated to the status of baron. Okay. So she was afforded with a very privileged lifestyle, kind of that like solidly upper middle class sort of thing uh-huh. for the time, uh-huh. which afforded her a really great education and, you know, best schools, all of that stuff. Sure. This is not necessarily important to the story, but I find it personally interesting. Okay. Her mother's name was Jean Joseph. Marie Clementine Le Tartre Wart. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you will be quizzed on that at the end of this. Okay. John Joseph uh, Clementine Tart Wart. <laughs> I got it. That's really close. Thank you. I'm good at French. So she got married to Francois Clicquot at the okay. age of 21. Okay. And sadly, six years later, he died. Of murder? Well, it's funny you say that. <gasps> There's actually some mystery surrounding his death. Um, Some people attributed it to suicide, Mm. although the official reason was typhoid fever. Okay. And I'm not really sure why there was the allegations of suicide surrounding him, except that maybe it could have been something that got tacked on later in order to discredit her as a businesswoman or like make it seem as though she had some kind of shameful secret in her family, you know, kind of thing. Because obviously, well, we'll get into this in a second, but- From all accounts, they had a really, really wonderful partnership and marriage. It was kind of unheard of at the time, but he had such a passion for winemaking and he loved to have her with him Mm -hmm. as he was enthusing about it and doing things. So he was kind of imparting that passion onto her and teaching her about his craft as well, which I think is really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He came in very handy. So around the time of his death, Napoleon was actually implementing this thing that was limiting the rights of women. Uh They couldn't be businesswomen. They really had to rely on their husbands and all of that. So she found ways around that by going through her father-in-law. And she asked if she could start steering the ship of the wine house. There were several different business ventures that they had going on, but she was specifically interested in the wine. And so at that point, champagne was very different from what we view it as now. Mm -hmm. It was kind of cloyingly sweet and there was a lot of sediment that went into it because they would do secondary fermentations. Oh, okay. 
So took a, a, a kind of a different form than what we're used to now. Sure, just throw in some dirt. Right. It's fine. Well, the sediment would be from like the must of the grapes and the skin. And okay, all that, that makes a bit yeah, more sense. They're, they're yeah. not putting dirt in the champagne. Okay. Yeah, that, that was cute though. So she actually invented this secret tactic for making wine that wasn't sweet. It was dry, but still sparkling without the sediment. Mm. And it's something that we still use to this day in major champagne houses. It's called riddling. And it's where you go through and every day you turn the bottle just a little bit. Basically, the bottle's upside down. Okay. And it allows the sediment to come into the neck of the bottle where you can then draw it out. Okay, kind of filtering it mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, and then, cool. you, then you top off with more wine okay. for that secondary fermentation. But it's funny because it was really affording her a lot of success. She wanted to make this an international powerhouse. Uh-huh. But again, Napoleon had really limited what the market could do. So she had to mm-hmm. start selling it commercially to locals. Mm-hmm. And she really started to like ruffle the feathers of other winemakers because she became so instantly popular because she was doing something nobody had ever seen before. Uh-huh. And nobody knew how she was doing it. Mm-hmm. And she apparently treated her employees extremely well. So that they were very, very loyal to her and nobody wanted to give up the secrets. And it was kind of one of those things of like, once you go to work for the Widow Clicquot, that's where you stay because she oh. treats you so well, which I think is really, really awesome. Yeah, it's she's really a fascinating, yeah, yeah, she's a fascinating character. Well, the Russians ended up coming and invading, as mm-hmm. we all know through our, our studies of history. And she was really worried about the fact that these soldiers were going to be coming through. She thought they're going to ransack my cellars, steal my wine, uh-huh. burn my vineyards down. But they didn't. They loved her wine so much that they really developed this respect for her as a winemaker. Nice. And so while they were ransacking everybody else's wine cellars, they were actually buying from her because they oh. felt like she deserved money for what she was doing, which Holy I think, shit, is, I know, yeah. isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, again, such a fascinating character here. So because of that, she started exporting to Prussia and the Russian royal court. And Tsar mm. Alexander at the time said that her wine was the only wine worth serving at his court. Oh, fancy. Yeah. So she started to really rub elbows with a lot of high profile people and celebrities of the time. And she really made a name for herself. She said her goal was to sell from St. Petersburg to New York. And she was able to achieve that within her lifetime in spite of the fact that there were all of these obstacles in her way as a woman and through the trade embargoes and things like that. And she had a wonderful life. She ended up dying at the age of 89. She never remarried. And she passed on her legacy to her daughter, Clementine, who was named after her mother. Oh, cute. Yeah. So really fascinating character. Yeah. Just an incredible talent, obviously, and by all accounts, an incredible, brilliant mind as yeah. well. So she's my favorite to talk about just because I think she's really interesting. And I think it's really cool that she was able to overcome everything that she did just through sheer talent and perseverance. Yeah. And that's so cool that, you know, you see that when you go to the store, the mm-hmm. label. Now you know the story it's behind it. And you know, that's what your aunt, when we go to our corporate retreat, yeah, she, she always leaves that for us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's right. Hopefully cool. now, next time you enjoy it, it'll have a little bit of more of a special connotation yeah, for you absolutely. as well. Yeah, cool. Well, thank you, Bamboo, for that question. Yeah, great question. And if you have any other questions for us that you want us to answer, whether they be beverage related, celebrity related, both. Life advice. Life advice. We will steer you wrong. And you can reach out to us at True Crimes Against Wine at Gmail, as well as on TikTok. Instagram and Facebook. That's right. So until next time, cheers. Cheers. Ciao. Bye. Bye.